All right, before we get started today, go to blipshift.com, blipshift.com to get the new Spikes Car Radio shirt, Zigging Zag, from our friend Twain. This is a cool shirt. Uh, there, There's only a couple days left to grab it, so uh, you want to support Spikes Car Radio, go to blipshift.com, go to our partner store, and check out our new Zagato shirt. I guarantee you're going to love it. I personally like the hoodies. I got Zuckerman a poster to hang up in his office. Uh, this is one of the good ones. You're not going to want to miss it, and I think there's only three days left. So, blipship.com. All right, let's start the show. And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. And here we are. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen, live and well. I'm freshly tested. I'm with Matt. Uh, Matt, what's your last name? Jacob and, <laughs> and you? Zuckerman. Yeah, I haven't been tested for dementia yet, but <laughs> uh, but we're all happy. We're all healthy. You know, I went to the uh, I went to that VA testing thing. How on the long West. did it take? In and out. Okay, listen to this. This is pretty pretty impressive right now because it hadn't been like this since this whole thing started. Signed up, immediately got an appointment for the next day at 2.30. The next day, my uh, 10-year-old's like, I haven't been tested, Dad. I'm like, okay, go on, get an appointment for him. For an hour later, we drive up in your 2010 997.2 uh, GT3. We were the only one there in a GT3, by the way, getting tested. What a surprise. No line. <clears throat> uh, people were entertained by the car, which was nice because they're out there working hard, testing Is everybody. This the new going to the going to the drive-thru in an Aventador yes. Roadster, no, I getting post- a coffee. <laughs> I, I posted about it, and, there were, and people were like, I'm already doing it. And they told me all the classic cars that they bring. Yeah. And Wait, I strong- Can you do an open top? No, you can't do an open top. You can't do a convertible. You have to have something with the windows going up. And then you drop them down to talk, the and then you put them is back. Perfect for this. The windows are tiny. It, you should yes. definitely do it. There was no line. I'm really impressed with the LA testing. No line. The people were nice. You go in. Here's what they have you do. They have you. Uh, I, you you know, there's so many different tests at this point. This one is the one where you wear your mask, you cough into your elbow five times, and then you swab yourself, your own mouth, your tongue for 20 seconds. Swab, 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 swab. You put the thing in the trash can. Uh, 24 hours later, I had my results. Really? And it was free. How interesting. And so it's it, not the shove <clears> the one up the nose one. I will tell you this. It is three times faster than the in and out drive through line. <laughs> like, <laughs> Absolutely. Like, the two things that if you want to do this, <laughs> pick the testing because in and out is like hours. <laughs> it's actually funny. When I did you, that you, one yeah. at the VA, I did the same one as you. I happened to get there an hour early. Wasn't a problem. They had my stuff. They uh, they put me right through. Uh, I did not like putting the thing down my throat. I was retching inside the car while they were standing <laughs> in their hazmat suit outside the car. But it was incredibly efficient. I've had up the nose. Have you done up the nose? Uh, never had to knock on wood, but I know someone who has. Basically, you wonder if I could. What do you mean? That's the Mighty Mighty Boston song, The Impression That I Get, which is actually about getting tested. Wow, that was But I'm weird... pretty much just saying I've not had Arcane. a coronavirus wow, test. you just threw off the whole vibe with that. Sorry. Yeah. I sorry. Tr- I, I, sorry, I'm going 10 years Eight? younger than what? you guys. <clears throat> I, 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 You're also 10 years tested. nerdier than us. 
I guess. Um, no one's ever heard the Mighty Mighty Boston song. I have. Yeah. Look, I went to music school. Boston. I know who they are. Just not Fine. sure they're worth quoting. No, I just did nothing against the Mighty Mighty Boston across. I think nine states with yeah. a group of people, and they we had a doctor with us taking our temperature morning and night. Seriously, rectally. Uh, I wish. No. Uh, the at, but but we uh, we learned a lot about coronavirus, and and we were very safe. And well, I think this good. is the Feeling to good. the car community who listens. If you can do this, yeah, take a nice car down there, get yourself tested, do your part. I'm going to do this every three weeks. Does Maybe that sound about to, right? Just to brighten the folks' day in a nice car? No, I think we all need to find out who has this stuff, and we, we, we want to get rid of it. The way to get rid of it is through testing. So get in your car on a Saturday. Go get tested. <laughs> I mean, look, I, yeah, go ahead, dude. And what is, by the way, I was joking, but what, do you, what is the perfect car to get tested in? Do you have opinions on this? <laughs> like something well it's got to have like really good window seals i'm looking over there at zuckerman's well, alpine what would white you... e39 m5 that's pretty good i think Rolls i should Phantom. take this i should the take Rolls the 51 launcher i think we should go in a right-hand drive car <laughs> right a right-hand drive car <laughs> yeah. really bug them out yeah. i think it would be cool because you're well you're entertaining all the people you bump into they they enjoyed seeing your is 2010 there, gt3 zuckerman how many people is there a limit to how many people can be in the car well, see, the first time I went, they asked me. I had the kids with me, yeah. and they were like, is everybody getting tested? Okay, didn't know that. And I go, no, it's just me. So I think you can test whoever's in the car with you. Because I've oh, got God. You know, so the van. My, my Delica? My Delica is probably, it's right-hand drive, six-passenger, you know, Japanese vehicle. Wow. I think that's probably the best one. That well, is a wonderful coronavirus That would be vehicle. good. Uh, today's <laughs> episode, sponsored by our friends at Hawthorne. Are you still wearing polo blue from high school? Yeah, Matt Fair, is that it's what polo, you're doing? It's polo red, but yes. Zuckerman, are you walking into a Sephora to get cologne? And are you overwhelmed by all the choices? I'm just overweight, but <laughs> I'm overweight and overwhelmed. <laughs> you're I, one of those guys still wearing Old Spice like I am. Well, go to Hawthorne.com. They have excellent, personalized, wonderfully premium quality ingredients, things that smell delightful. I went there. I took their quiz. I don't like to make choices. I answered their questions. They said, we're going to send you your cologne. That's how it worked. They didn't say, here, take your choice. They just said, this is the stuff you're going to like. I got a couple bottles of the stuff, <clears throat> put it on at home, and I am not lying to you. I walked from my bathroom up to my office to go to work because that's how I go to work these days. And everybody in the house said, what is that wonderful smell? My wife said, God, what do you... Are you wearing cologne? And I said, yeah. She goes, oh, it smells nice. I asked her about it this morning on the way over here. I go, what was that moment about? She goes, you were uh, putting out your plumage because you were trying to get sex. And I go, okay, was not. But good to know that I that's mean, how it... importantly, did it work? <laughs> it did. It absolutely did. Later that night. Was that party or work? <laughs> or both. <laughs> right. One bottle said work. One bottle said play. But it was oh, the, the work. Play, not party. But it was the work <laughs> bottle because it was a daytime and I was going up to my office to work. And I assumed that had less of a, you know, punch to it. But I'm telling you, it instantly worked. Where did in you my apply house. this to, Ferriston? Huh? Where did you apply your cologne? You know, in the usual spots on the neck, right? Isn't that how you do it? Or a sprayer. No, it's a dripper. You just put a little on. It, there's a, a lot of it, so a liberal amount of it, but it, did, it wasn't so overpowering. Anyway, you guys got to check out this service because it's not just cologne. It's all sorts of uh, delightful things to help you stay uh, youthful and take care of your skin, which, as you know, I feel is important. Go to Hawthorne.co. That's Hawthorne with an E. 
and use my promo code SPIKE, S-P-I-K-E, to get 10% off your first purchase, Hawthorne.co. Don't go to .com. It's .co. They said that in the call to me. I forgot. There's a .co? is the guys we're talking about. Go to Hawthorne.co. Use my code SPIKE. Get 10% off your purchase. I got to blow my nose. All right, gentlemen. Talk while I blow my nose. Talk while I blow his nose. Okay, um, Farah. So tell me, this, so, you, you, the Eurus, huh? So, okay. Well, tell everybody what you were doing. So I did this thing called Adventure Drives, which is a sort of luxury uh, road trip event put on by my friend Rob Ferretti. It's sort of a good event for people who are like tired of the traditional stickers and cocaine rallies. Right. <laughs> There's no stickers on the cars, which is very helpful. Good. Uh, so it was originally supposed to go from Seattle up in you're you're hearing that beep too, right, Spike? It's not a beep. It's a little wheezy. It's it's, it's a little wheezy oh, okay. Um, fan. Oh, okay, whatever. Room Zuckerman because of the wheezy fan. Well, I will get the wheezy I got fan. Air conditioning blowing on my back right now. Oh, stop crying. So we went. We were supposed <laughs> to go into Canada, right, over Banff and all that, but yeah, you Canada can't. is closed. And so instead, we went down into Portland, which was interesting. Uh, and then east across Oregon into like Idaho and, and Montana, Big Sky, Glacier National Park, Yellowstone. Was Portland a mess? Is You know, you're reading about it all the time. Portland but, was. Or was it just Portland and there so, was a block or two that was unrest? Uh, it was more like the second part where the our hotel was probably six blocks from the protests. Uh-huh. And a lot of things were boarded up and sort of closed down. There weren't very many folks around. Uh, it was a it was pretty quiet. Um, and then there was definitely you know there were protests going. The, the protests are like two blocks, right? You know what I mean? It's not like the whole city's getting burned to the ground or anything, right? Like it's an Occupy protest, yeah, like basically. And like a couple of people lit a couple of little fires. It wasn't like major arson going on or anything right, like that. right. Anyway. It, yeah, it was. We literally parked. I don't know how many millions of dollars of cars it was on the street, <laughs> four blocks in an outdoor parking lot, four blocks from the protests. Yeah, and because people were nervous uh, about the, about what could happen, you know, one one of the cars was literally a gold SVJ. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, and so. They hired a special. They hired a, a guard to watch the cars. Oh, he'll do a good job. I know, right? I one know, guy, did, right? <laughs> one guy to cover Step ten. Side How many the, guard, the guard said a bunch of the protesters walked by and took pictures of the cars. And well, of course, care. why do they, they, they like cars? Cars, yeah. So anyway, other than <laughs> I got to um, beef with cars. <laughs> yeah. Other than uh, uh, that, which was awkward. What was really interesting to me was. Going across like the national parks, Glacier, Yellowstone, mm -hmm. um, uh, Grand Tetons, which if you've never been, absolutely go. It's incredible. Yeah. But like, you know, basically everybody had the same idea this past month. Go west. Right. Whether it's an RV or a Sprinter van or the family Ford excursion or whatever. Everybody had the same idea. Oof. So and choked roads, huh? So what is normally fabulous roads in between these parks in Montana, you know, and the and you're in, the views were fabulous, and I was in a 640 horsepower Urus, so I could make passes pretty much at will, but there was a lot of traffic, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people's first time <laughs> driving an RV or a fifth wheel, 
you know, and and if you wanted to go into the national parks themselves, uh, you know, Hannah and I, who really like to hike, we we would go into the parks at literally six a.m. and there would already be a bunch of people Oof. in there. But at nine nine fifteen, we'd come down from the hike. I need to turn like, this AC down, bro. Switch seconds. seats with me. I'm, I like it. <clears throat> don't, right, perfect. Don't be don't be like that. I'll, I'll put you over this here. This is great. I love an air conditioner. Go ahead. You're good. And so you'd have to, you'd, everything had to be really early and then it would get really crowded. And what was really crazy about, you know, I've been to crowded national parks before, but <clears throat> no foreigners. A hundred percent. Here he goes. <laughs> uh, this is not racism. I'm just saying. <laughs> I gave you the eye. <laughs> like normally you have many, na many nationalities, foreigners right, coming right. to visit national parks. Yes. Right now there are no foreigners <clears throat> coming to America. Why? They can't get in. They don't want to come in. I don't in. think they want Who to come here. Who wants to come here? <laughs> we've got the worst. We're that place now? Yes. yes. Oh, we're, no. We are that. We're we are shithole. what's known as a shithole country. Yeah. We're on the same <laughs> we page. Shit we're a shithole country. 2020. <laughs> and so the parks were full, but with just Americans, which I'm not, by the way, I'm not like pining for this. It's just an observation. It was interesting. But is it so, you know, I've noticed... You know, I just did a little glide around the Airbnbs, like you say, like in hotels and places. I wanted to maybe go in for one night, try to get out of it. But so what, everything is booked up. Is that just so the United States uh, citizens, U.S. citizens are just staying in the U.S. And, and that's yes. all us right now is yes. what you're saying. And trying to go and in the wide open. We're, not, staying we're, away we're from road us. tripping rather than flying. And we're lepers. And we're traveling <clears throat> domestically right. rather than internationally. But on the international scene, we're viewed as a leper colony Basically. at this yes. point. <laughs> okay, got I it. saw a great tweet this, this morning <laughs> that said, scary. the rest of the world is watching America like America watched Tiger King. Right. <laughs> and yeah. and uh, that couldn't be more true. But, that's but like, great. Despite the, the traffic and stuff, like I seriously, maybe off-season, can't recommend you know highly enough seeing these places because they're just incredible. They're I mean, beautiful, I know. The and the Urus, by the way, is... You know, I was like sort of eh, 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 as sort of a purist, right, about it in probably the same way a lot of people were when the Cayenne came out in 04, sort of oh, really this. But, you know, as a grand touring car, right, like if they had made a sedan, it would hold less stuff. It wouldn't probably ride as well. It would only handle marginally. The Urus handles fabulously. It would, you know, the sedan and and. This thing is so comfortable for I love four it. people I and love all it. of their stuff. Yeah. It's got a huge trunk. Yeah. Um, the handling is incredible. They sell the more of them than any incredible. other Lamborghini, right? Yeah, and you know, <clears throat> you know Aaron Robinson from no. Haggerty? He used to write for Car and Driver, now he's at Haggerty. He owns mm -hmm. two Espadas. So it's sort of the other black sheep Lamborghini. Right, right. And I just ran into him, and we're talking about the Urus, and I was like, hey, when the Espada came out, did people kind of poo-poo that of course and they said yeah the purists were like mura 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 and but they sold more espadas while it was out by like a factor of three so it's the same thing here with the, with the but Urus you were problem. one of those people <clears throat> early on no, this Urus came out you were no i said you didn't i like it, it. You i said it was, i like driving you it was it. awful looking i thought it i did not like the styling of it but it, i got into it I, it's I went, grown is, on me for is, sure well, it I has grown it was a special on truck it's grown on me, Instantly. and certain colors are way better than others. What yeah. was your color? The blue. The light blue is yeah, that's fabulous. Nice. The yellow I had on the launch was terrible. Yeah, that's too much. So I asked Lamborghini, like, please, no yellow. But um, They need to understand a lot of these car manufacturers have to get it through their heads that these press cars need to be nice looking. 
Well, I don't think they made the connection with the Pontiac Aztec when they did the yellow ones. <laughs> but why is that? I mean, is there a reason they put these sometimes these nutty colors on these well, press they cars? Well, photograph. they photograph well. They catch, Do they? Well, well, no. Well, they photograph well in terms of the fact that they show the curves of right. the car in a variety of light But they don't conditions. stir desire in me when I see something sometimes. I love in a color that I hate. But sometimes you are driving a Byron Blue Land Rover SVR I'm going to get to that. That I, is <clears throat> the definition of a launch color. Okay. That's what a launch color is. I love that color first. I do And too. I was just driving this truck. I got here a little early. Zuckerman was holding a little meeting. So I took a little drive. I realized I hadn't driven this thing. I got to turn it back Tuesday. And, it's I, want, so and good, I do want isn't to talk it? about it. It's good fun. <clears throat> As I was enjoying myself in it, I was thinking about this, this that the manufacturers really need to pay more attention to uh, better colors for their press cars because I'm enjoying this uh, truck more because of the color. I love Byron Blue. Blue-gray is very hot right now. I'm craving yeah, Porsche it. Porsche <clears throat> did it first a couple years ago. But it makes me like the car more. And, right I, and, I, and look, look, I'll compare it to the, the Turbo S I had. The new Porsche Turbo S is outstanding. What an incredible vehicle. It was this bright color red that I did was not. Was it a Carmine? It was a Carmine, yeah. right. The same one I drove, right? I didn't yeah. like the red. And it, it diminished my love of the vehicle and desire maybe 8%. <laughs> right? But still... 8.2. It took away a desire for it. Yeah, when I get When I turn over this uh, Land Rover... What a name. Range Rover Velar SV Autobiography Dynamic Edition. That's a dumb name. I will feel a little bit of loss because I'm not only is the vehicle great, and I just really ripped around in it. That color is addicting. I'm very reactive. It's a good color. To color. I took it out. So listen, I jammed down. Zuckerman, you heard me take off yes, right here, right? Fantastic. It goes. I take it down the 10 out to the PCH and turn around. As I'm coming back, PCH into the tunnel, right? You know where that is, mm. under the dead. The McClure Tunnel. I look to my right, and there's a, a angry, bald, uh, white guy. That kind of angry, like, contractor guy from mean, that like, only California can provide. Wait, remember. like, standing in the tunnel? No, or no. like in a He's car? He's in a murdered-out, oh. brand-new Ford Raptor. Oh. Okay? Mm -hmm. And we're wheel-to-wheel -wheel in that tunnel. You know how you go, you start in the bright sun, and then you go into the dark, and then you're like, okay. It's like going into the tunnel in Monaco. Yeah, it takes us, your eyes <laughs> don't adjust. Monaco Grand Prix. <laughs> but we're wheel-to-wheel, -wheel, and I'm like, oh, this is fun. So I've got my eye on the left kind of curbstone, and I'm hugging it, and I hear him, oh, and he's got a sound, and he doesn't know what this is. And I go, oh, and now we're wheel-to-wheel, -wheel, and it's open in front of us. We come out of the tunnel. And I, I get on it in this Velar, which it's I know what he's thinking about horsepower. it. 550 horsepower. Uh, 500 foot-pounds of torque. And I, I blow him away. Well, yeah. I pull, he's got, but he's got a murdered-out Raptor with something going on in the engine. Yeah, he, but catches up, I, he catches up. I'm laughing because now this, this smaller Land Rover has just destroyed him. Yeah. And he tries to make a move. You know, we're, I'm in the left lane. Oh. He's coming up behind me. He goes to the right for the pass, and I jump, it up, jump on it again. Destroyed for a second time. Oh, no. I come up next to him. His window's down, and he doesn't give me a look. He doesn't flip me off, but he's just like, oh. He's <laughs> like, Very I've, sin. I've ruined the, his Raptor uh, uh, for him. A black him. belt yeah. from the PCH dojo. <laughs> he just slams, <laughs> slams the guy. The, uh, but it... 
episode. And those Raptors don't sound very good when you want. It them sounded out pretty good. It really? actually sounded good. I think yeah, you're a little like over. It sounded, it I, think, a, I think the Raptor was when I saw one. What eight nine years ago? I was like, wow, that's that's something else. This but wasn't a Hennessy the Raptor. The V8 ones are all, like I had a V8 one. It was great. The new six cylinder ones sound like. This was not stuck. He had yeah. something going on with it, but apparently just an appearance. Not enough. Big big credit to to Range Rover for for kind of putting itself past the Evoke. Yeah, which was a kind of a stillborn vehicle, and the <laughs> and the Velar though seems to be doing the trick. So they're the S the S V O S V R guy, the guy who makes the fast Jags and Land Rovers, the head of that program. His name's Jamal Hamidi. He is a friend of mine. He's hilarious, and he used to be head of S V T at Ford. So he was responsible for the Ford GT, all the modern Shelby Mustangs. The, uh, the Raptor, uh, the, the GT350 with the flat plane crank. These, those are all this Magic guy's Touch products. guy. And then Jaguar got Wasn't him. that Dave Parasek? Dave was the, 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 pro, the program director. Uh, Jamal was the chief design engineer. Ah, yeah. interesting. So those are the two guys. Yeah. Words and music. Yeah. Dave, per, Dave Persiak's a badass, too. Is that I how like, you pronounce his last per, name? It's Persiak, I believe. I've heard it eight different ways. It's, it's spelled funky. But he made the Bronco. You, oh, yeah, he's loving. still at right, for it. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. I'm so excited for the anyway, Bronco. The, Bronco looks it, great. Let's go back to the Velar for a second, because, you know, the first series Range Rovers were called Velars, right? The old back in the day. They oh, had were they? I didn't Velar know. Velar right never across the front. I never. Get out which of here. Which is why. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I almost bought one. Like, like. 60s series one land no Rover? 70s oh, the first range rover first range rover so like yeah. first state wagons there was one and i was it, i saw it on some british site and it was before the range rover craziness it had the word velar across really? the front and i went what is that and it, apparently there were eight or, i and i don't have this right but i thought i read eight to ten test vehicles originally called the velar get the fuck out and that's that where it been, comes that's from awesome. now this is smaller but they do if you notice call it the range rover velar which is its reference which would be my only kind well of it's sold under the range rover brand and not the land rover brand which has different implications really I, yeah what, what are Land the Rover has what? Discovery? Land Rover is more uh, off-road focused and a little less uh, luxury, luxurious. And the Range Rover has a design language and a materials construct uh, that is more street-oriented. Oh, yeah. Very educational, Professor But everything is Land Rover. The la- everything is Land Rover, but not everything is Range Rover. Right. Uh, right? Like everything is General Motors, but not everything is Chevrolet. Right. That's I'm not sure. Or Pontiac or Oldsmobile or <laughs> like there's like, for instance, like mm-hmm. there's Land Rover. Yes. And you have the Land Rover Defender. Yes. The Land Rover LR4. Yes. Right. Yes. And the Different Land Rover models. Range Rover. Right. You then have the Range Rover Sport. Right. The Range Rover Velar. Yes. And the Range Rover. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <clears> so I guess if you look at it as, as a size thing, it goes down. Anyway. Work and the charts. Range Rover Evoke. The I Range posted. Uh, I posted on Instagram about this, and it was very controversial. People were very upset about, uh, most notably, our friend Steve Serio from Aston Martin, what? New England. What was he upset about? Uh, he just, you know, a, very hyperbolic. Lots of insanity about his Velar never worked, and the and nothing was right with it. And I, I asked him, was it a first series truck? And he said, yeah. And I go, well, don't you think you just got a bad apple about what? But there's some sort of vibe that the Velar gives off that I think is undeserving. 
Is it like a it's like a douche vibe or like a no, secretary like vibe? A ju- like a junior ah, Land the- Rover. Some- I, I don't know. But I think I, you can use that but, to your advantage with this vehicle because I think it's a great sleeper. I just did. Yeah, this a one sleeper. is a great sleeper. What's but the What's it, the price point on this thing? Well, this is expensive. It's almost a hundred thousand. Holy shit! <laughs> it's oh, yeah. ninety nine thousand. Here's the Here's yeah, the. Yeah, but actually, it's. I think it's the best Range Rover you can get for under a hundred thousand dollars. I'd rather Probably. have this than a, a sport with yeah. the. With the little engine. All I need is a tow hitch on it. Here's the interesting effect it has on you. You get in. And I have a Range Rover Sport. You get in, you feel like you're in a big SUV. <laughs> you get out, you're taller than it. <laughs> and it it's, it's a bizarre thing. It never changes. You never get used to it. You, you, you're looking around going, I've got everything I need. I've got enough room for everything. The, the music in it is great. The interface for my phone and everything is fantastic. Everything's simple and easy to use. You get out and you're bigger than it. It's, it is more of a wagon with air suspension yeah, than it is yeah. an actual. They, they've really, like, people don't like wagons and people do like SUVs, but they don't want them to. But they still want the 22 inch wheels. So they right. really have had to make this shape of vehicle that's really more like a wagon. But where your seat is a little taller and you got 22-inch wheels. That's pretty well, much I'm what 22s. folks want. The RS I drove had 22s on it. You wouldn't want to go bigger. One like, of my you can par- get bigger. You can get 23s on this thing. One of my on partners. Which one? On the Urus. Really? You can get 23s. It's factory. Does that make it a lot less stable? No. I, I recommend the smaller of the two wheels for ride quality, and it still looks great. What size wheel when you start rolling? What's that wheel? <laughs> What? When you, when you roll over? Yeah, when you it's get more too, about your, your tires. too big. <laughs> you can, I mean, you can you can go too big for sure. Like, like, I mean, it depends on the car, obviously. Well, and that you're changing just the uh, engineering of the, the well, the, the truck. Oh, yeah, and, and the the you know the overall diameter has to stay the same. So if you keep going up in wheel size, your tire has to keep. So here's thin. eventually uh, you can't right. get a thin enough tire. Right. Anymore. So here's an example. My partner John. He got a new Navigator, very big car, and somehow it came through our friend Dean, courtesy of Dean, with these very, very kind of street rims that the 22s that didn't make sense look wise and the rubber factory or they're aftermarket i don't know if they're factory they sure look aftermarket Uh to me and i and they had the thinnest rubber i've ever seen for a navigator so he got to the first toll booth south of the border at rosarito and blew out two tires (laughs) and and i said to him look at he said he he acted surprised he said to me the roads are bad i said no it's your it's your wheel and tires and i designed yeah. for for anything other than cruising sunset boulevard slowly yeah this is not a drive to mexico navigator package yeah, you need to get some like 19 inch right. wheels with some fat meaty rubber tires and then you're good for mexico yeah, yeah. well I, I only think before the last thing i want to say about the urus is it's so easy to drive so fast yeah and yeah. like my just kind of comfortable not paying attention speed was like around 120. <laughs> Seriously. And, 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 looking, and looking at Hannah while you're looking over the road. It was so right. easy. And my, and my wife, who is not normally a fast driver, and I was trying to teach her you know, sort of the art of road trip driving, you know, making passes on those single lane roads and using a radar detector and ways and all this kind of stuff. And she had never driven over like 105. And she she went 138 in the Urus a couple a couple wow. times, and I was like, "Oh, good." And then after that, 
her brain got a little recalibrated, and so she started cruising at 105 to like 110. Some people you can't teach something called depth perception. Right, right, right. If, you know, passing re does require some depth perception being born into you. Yeah, you have to be doing that math all right. the time. Yeah, yeah. But she, uh, when we got back to Los Angeles, like you passed San Bernardino, you're coming back from there. She's still kind of driving like this, and I had to be like, "No, no, we're back in the city now. Like, you can't, you can't." Drive okay, what was your miles per gallon on your trip? You know, shockingly, that's what I was going to ask. So it was terrible in towns. The right, thing literally right, gets right. like eight in towns, but on a stretch of the highway in Utah, I had I had the cruise control set at a hundred miles an hour for a hundred miles, and I didn't touch it. That's how empty this one road was. Didn't touch it at all for 100 miles, and I, I wrote it down. And I got 20.4 at 100 miles wow. an hour for 100 miles. There should miles. be clapping added. That's pretty to, good. To yeah, that's really that's good. Really actually, good. It's like aerodynamics and gearing yeah, are, like, yeah. are good. Yeah, yeah. I'm My, a big it was, fan. It was a, it was a really, um, you know, it's, it doesn't feel as special as a Huracan or an Aventador, obviously, but <clears> it was a, a really But not really everybody nice. is going to... You know, I, I thought I don't own any Lamborghinis and this would be the Lamborghini I owned. Right? So you many know what people I mean? we saw on the street and in towns and stuff were like, oh, yeah, this because it's comfortable and you can you use can it. You can use and, it. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of covers my Lamborghini itches. It's a real all. it's a real GT GT. Car. I, I love the leather finishes in there. Yeah. There's They're, a lot of good surfaces. And it, this one I drove had sixty four thousand dollars in options on it. Really? Yeah. The F8 Spider that I drove last week had a hundred thousand dollars in options. Wow! On it. Do you think there'll be a point in our lives when you when a car has five hundred thousand dollars in options? You can get yeah. over a million dollars in options on a Koenigsegg or a Chiron. What would you do to it? Uh, the bare carbon, the naked carbon body, Ooh, because they be have cool. to line up all those wheels yeah, yeah, across yeah. the panels. Is something like eight hundred fifty thousand on a wow. Koenigsegg. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> maybe eight hundred fifty thousand euros. Which, considering we're in a shithole country, that's probably a hell of a million dollars. That's right a hell of a weave. Uh, it would be good to <laughs> go know. to the weave shop. <laughs> what is? Yeah, I wonder what the most option car out there is. If anybody knows what that is, call it into us. I think. I mean, I I I believe Koenigsegg is the most optionable vehicle. I think from a money perspective. You know what? With everything going on in our country right now, a lot of people are asking if it's possible to buy life insurance at all. The answer is yes. <laughs> it's still easy to shop for life insurance right now, and if you have loved ones, depending on your income or lack thereof, it you probably should. Right now, you could save fifteen hundred dollars or more by using Policy Genius to compare life insurance policies when you're shopping for a policy that could last for a decade or more. Those savings really start to add up. Uh, policy Genius. Uh, by the way, big fans of Spike's Car Radio. Hello to you, and thank you for jumping and in I and sponsoring. You, I'm a big believer in insurance. Yes, you are, and I know. We have plans for Policy Genius segment where we're going to do that for sure. It's going to pay off better than the lottery. Better chance of winning. When Zuckerman's in the room, you need Policy Genius. Uh, here's how you can support us. Go to policygenius.com. In minutes, you'll be able to work out how much coverage you need. They don't just have life insurance. They have all insurance. Anything you need. Car, house, boat, uh, optioning your Lamborghini Urus insurance. <laughs> Policy Genius works for you, not the insurance company. Here's all you need to do. Um, head to policygenius.com right now to get started. 
their focus, I guess, this week is on life insurance. Head to policygenius.com right now, and you can save $1,500 or more by comparing quotes on their marketplace. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. I've been there. I was I was on their side. I like those places where you can go to one site and get everything, right? It's kind of, it's the bundle. Why do I need eight different insurance companies for 90 different things? Do you know what I mean? Policy Too bad you can't get insurance for people you see out there walking in the street. <laughs> like you could just sit at a cafe and say, <laughs> okay, a QR I'm going to insure this guy for one year. Yeah. Like, Let I'm going to insure this guy for one year. I don't think he's going to make it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> That sounds like a startup idea that you could do. It's unfortunately against like, the law. I mean, it's, 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 it's death gambling. It's, it's, All no, it's, <laughs> you, you can't really do that, Spike. You can't gamble on someone dying. It tends to promote illegal activity. <laughs> no, we used to have the death pool back in the day at Letterman. And, you know, back when it was fresh in the writer's room, we'd have a death pool going on. We didn't actually put down money, but we would go Did to you, try to make each other laugh. Like you get any of them? Well, here's the interesting thing. Uh, NBC News... And I remember seeing it when I was an intern at 30 Rock. My friend said, you got to check this out. I go, what is this? He goes, this is the bag of pre-made obituary tapes for people they yes. think are going to die. Oh, yeah. And he held out. Look at Nixon. And it was just like, and it was like all old famous people. And I go, what is the point of that? He goes, well, on the weekends, you know, if someone dies, we'll have the obituary ready to go. And these are the people who are kind of getting close. But it, but it was literally a Santa sack with That's some so quarter, yes. quarter inch tape in it. It was there really was, cool. Uh, did you ever? Oh, heard you know, some of our friends already have their obituaries written. Who's they, that? Anybody famous has their obituary already written. Who does the writing? Who they wrote have it? obituary writers? There's a whole. These guys. <laughs> are obituary writing. They got. They got a whole. They, hey, you may even. They have got it. an out of work. Not a lot of writer. real information here. Just <laughs> a lot of theory. Yes. No. No. Sir. This is a hundred percent true. Okay. Hundred percent. New York Times, I can Oh, that is true. You. I did read that article. Yes, You're they right. have. So anybody who's famous, mm -hmm. they've got it in the can already. So that Yes, they can that's what I'm out, saying. Punch just... it up a little bit and get it Correct. in the paper the next day. <clears throat> That'd um, be fun to be that writer. Yes. No, I'm sure it's not depressing at all. Not really. You know, I love do you the read the, Of you course read I the do. I love them. I've seen some. Why do I love you love them. obituaries? I love to read a little bit about the history. I love a little bit of a, a little sadness that comes <laughs> over me about the passage of time. And I can mourn a little bit and get it over with in all of a minute or two. And then get back on with my day. You're not going, uh, I got you beat? Nah, that guy beat you. Well, He's no, my age. I, beat you. No, I, and I like to read about these accomplishments that mattered so much in the 60s or 70s, right, 50s. Right, right. Wow. What people's legacies are, what yes. they're remembered for. Yes. Yeah. What do you think people will write about you, Zuckerman? A horrible human being. <laughs> he was known. His, friend, his friends liked him for some reason that no one else understood. Uh, and he will be coming back to this planet in another form as a skink. Or a mangy possum. Something low to the ground, I always told you. Something low to the ground. That eats garbage and, is, and is reviled. What yeah. were we looking at on the internet uh, animal video this week there's something you could have come back as there was some horrible beast <laughs> i can't remember if it With was the porcupine a... eating a corn on the cob yeah maybe it was that <laughs> it could have been that or did... it could have just been a really ugly chihuahua <laughs> did you ever see the uh i think it's cnn has like the end of the world tape where i think it was from maybe from the cold war or really? something. It was literally if it was like if the apocalypse was literally imminent like in minutes like right now like yes like you like you know 80s russian yes. missiles incoming yes 
they had this tape that was that was like the fucking really? the end of the world tape. Wow. Can we get sure, a copy of it? Where well, is I'm that? I'm pretty sure a copy of it exists on YouTube. I remember seeing it. It, it does. It exists on the internet. Somewhere. It's like the is that's like the fabled Jerry Lewis Holocaust comedy movie. Not fabled. It's true. Well, it's fabled. Real. It was made and then canned immediately, right? Yes. No. Yeah. And no one. Yes. They decided you cannot show. There this are movie. comedy writers and comedy people who have seen it. I am not one, but I know several who have seen this. And is it funny or horrifying or both? I don't recall what they said. It's, you know, it's exactly what you imagine it would be. <laughs> <laughs> it I mean, it's not saw, like they uh, came back and go, I don't know why he didn't release it. I mean, it's Jojo wonderful. Rabbit managed to be a good Holocaust comedy. And actually. then Roberto Benini kind of pulled off that thing, what, like what 20 that? years ago, where the comedy in the concentration camp movie. He won an yeah. Oscar for no, it. No, Roberto oh, Benini yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Jojo Rabbit, I watched 10 minutes of, and I got, I can't watch this Funny, garbage. Steve Glass said it's the, it's, it was Jojo his Rabbit favorite was movie. Huh. I thought Give of it. Give it another try, Spike. Jojo Rabbit's The really first 10 funny, minutes in, Jew. when I saw the jokey uh, Hitler, I just went garbage. <laughs> it's not what I like. It's not, I don't need weird Hitler fantasies. It's nothing against... Hey. And it wasn't even the subject matter. This is the difference between a quarter Jew and a hundred percent me and you. Me and you would delight in this. He is like, I don't understand the joke of Hitler because he doesn't understand it's yeah. all we think about. Yes. Right? What do you mean I don't understand? You don't understand. Not like us. You just can't. I, not, I can't. You so can't. that's why I don't like Jojo Rabbit? Yes. It was no, really Nazi revisionist comedy history is kind of funny. Look, I like Hitler like the rest of you guys. <laughs> I like that sort of. You I like a good Hitler movie. I like a, a Schindler's List. It was less about that than it was about the creative license taking with a subject and the style of movie I saw unfolding before me that had nothing to do with Hitler. And I just thought, I'm not up for this stupidity. <laughs> you can't enjoy it like we do. <clears throat> but it, it, what's, it's a, here's what I don't like. You know, and you know me. You know what I like. I kind of, I like my if I if my fiction is going to be uh, kind of historical, I want it to be kind of accurate. It doesn't have what to be absolutely like, what accurate. What about like Inglorious yeah. Bastards? I didn't like it. Really, Django Unchained. Didn't like it. Oh, I see. Uh, okay, I, I see it. So you don't. I, mean, I didn't don't, hate Django Unchained, right. but I didn't. Uh, it's it's a little over the top. For right, me. but all three of those movies are like fiction set in a factual period. Right. You know. That pushes it a little too far for me. Okay, well, that's right. Fair. Does that make sense? At least yeah. you're, you're consistent. It's a yeah. of taste. You're consistent. But I'll give you're Jojo fine. Rabbit another time. Erica loved it. She well, thought okay, it was wonderful. Now you do like when Hitler in the bunker is taken, and <laughs> yes. and the situ other situations are played out. Do you uh, mean like, on the internet? Like when the, they memes, the Hitler yeah, videos. The Hitler yes. memes, yeah. I Hitler. love those. Those are the greatest. The first one of those I ever saw. <laughs> and by saw. the way, I love the, the the movie that that's taken from. Yes, that is was. wonderful. The the first one of those I ever saw on YouTube was Hitler finds out that using launch control on the <laughs> Nissan GTR will void your warranty. <laughs> That's a great one. Yeah. But they advertise you could do zero to 60 in three seconds. <laughs> no, it's good. That's really good. Yeah. There's the, I, every one, about six months I see a new one. The GT, they did one with the GT3 Touring. Right. And the 911 oh, the, R. And the 911 R. <laughs> that was yeah, really yeah. funny. <laughs> but they said they could flip it. <laughs> I went to the site that puts it up so you can put in and write the lines yourself, but I couldn't figure out how to make it work. I was going to send Jerry a bunch of fun ones just based on our stupid inside jokes. But That's actually funny. That it didn't. It, uh, I'll have to go back. I'm really, I really want to write my own lines for it, but I just couldn't get it to work right. Some say you're a comedy writer. 
<laughs> no, I can. No, I've got the lines. I couldn't get them into you the just thing. Get in the software. <clears throat> yeah. I Let's, mean, we could also get you just the movie scene, and you can do it on like Adobe Premiere. I've got enough to do right now. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm terribly Go behind the what I've got to do. Yeah, <laughs> um, a lot of people have been suggesting jobs for me too. I'm like, ah. So, good. Matt Farrow, your place is finally open. Bro. I noticed on the internet. Congratulations, dude. I uh, I'm sweaty because all morning I was throwing away and cutting up cardboard boxes from furniture. But yeah, dude, it's amazing. It's beautiful. We and got, people are moving in their cars. People who have reservations are are now moving in their cars this uh, is when you're going to get all your business now right. anybody listening who goes oh i have extra cars and need to put them somewhere totally then call you right now and yes. take care of it you i you know how many times i've used your line what's that that i'm in the right now business you're in the right now you business. Uh, that's, right because i was sweating about not getting a lot of early deposits right and you were like nah you're in the right now business right the second you say you're <laughs> open people will go oh i need that right now yes show up pay me and move in yes and that has happened Yes. Um, and so we're going to have our grand opening. We can't have a party. Which sucks because I'm good at having parties. Uh, but we're going to have a three-day grand opening over Labor Day weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like six hours a day where families or individual groups will be able to book like a 20-minute block. And I'm doing tours. I'll have displays that show how all the science of the place works because there's a lot of engineering in there and you get to see everything and we'll have photographers are your filtration play. systems able to take the virus out of the air we and have i mean uh, <laughs> yeah uh, kind of the the, the i was just thinking of the like the, the all of the basilisks like little little miniature hot dogs or virus and little well there's little a ball. recommended well, filter hepa filter we have just HEPA filters yeah right and we there also have a, an exhaust system that is designed to exhaust 10 cars running at once oh, wow. indoors and so, so everything that's coming in there goes it up goes and out straight up oh if that's cough, that's it there you go stealing and actually what if i you really cough, want to if do, you smoke a cigar yeah if you cough in your car running smoking a cigar and at covid <laughs> right it's just going to go up and right through the roof what i Perfect. really want to do but I, I i need to get approval i think from my alarm company to do it i got a little fog machine right and i kind of want to like fog the floor and then hit the fans you know what i mean get a what good does that visual. do just get a good visual of <clears> what about smoke dry ice oh out. wow yeah but i don't i'm worried it might set my fill it with smoke it might set my fire alarms off i'm, I'm worried if it does it'd be a real problem yeah why because my fire all my Get my roll-up gates are on independent fire alarm triggers, oh and if they drop, it's like tens of thousands of dollars. Let's do oh, it. Wow. It's a- <laughs> Let's do it. It's like Jerry with that watch that we want to watch. He's got that watch. That yeah, we'll the rescue s- bright oh, the Brightling emergency. Yeah, like twenty-five right. K. If you pull out well, the I antenna, told him in my bank, and I said, "Look, I'll pay. I'll pay it. We just let's see who shows up and kills." <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, I don't actually believe anyone's coming. No. We sit there's a, a guy in like a shack, a rum dum, a rum dum somewhere in a shack. Like who works at a country club driving range. Yeah. Is that there guy is. waiting for emergency calls That's on Brightly um, They shut down the 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 that the frequency that those used. Like, really? Like to, like a year ago. <laughs> there you go. See? I did no, I did a I, so um, when I was doing the watch show, I did the hit I did I looked up the Breitling emergency for the history of Breitling. Right. And what it does, it's on a military frequency. You pull out this fucking antenna from the watch that, and, and you unscrew it and you like hang the watch from like a tree and the military comes to rescue you, right? But it's on this special frequency that it, it doesn't, they don't use anymore. They have a modernized frequency. So, so it's worthless get, now. But if you get the brand new one, the one they sell now, it's on the current frequency. So I don't know. What if you get an old one? 
I th- no one's coming, right? I don't think so. I, I really don't think so. No one's coming. I think if he's got one of the old ones from the 90s or the early 2000s, I think no one's coming. You think? Yeah. That's a but 25. I could, call, I could call the Breitling rep and find <clears throat> out. Please, That's, please, please, please. And yeah. tell him, <laughs> if we just did it as a test, could we set up a test at Bill's to take one of these watches, pull out the rip cord, and so see awesome. who the fuck shows up? <laughs> yes. Please let me be. And how would that. they show up that it's worth $25,000? In a helicopter, I, in theory. I know. I want a St. Bernard with a, jug of, <laughs> with a jug of rum like the Mounties. <laughs> then. It's, a air, it's an air rescue thing. It ain't happening. But won't they notice you're not in the water at Bill's? I mean, what? <laughs> I have so many questions about this watch. They show up anyway. There must be a page somewhere on the internet that talks yeah. about false talk, alarms talk for the rep, Breitling talk to emergency. The rep. Tell him yeah. that we want to we want to prove that it works. By the way, just talk to him, just talk to him to see if you can get some stories. I want to know what's really gone on here with this watch. You know what I mean? Imagine that, like you know, somebody's partying. They've got the watch. They've run out of blow. <laughs> um, so, cord. so the new okay here's an article from 2015 uh and the emergency two um was allowed uh okay the emergency was introduced in 1995 and contained a one-time use 121.5 megahertz frequency beacon antenna which when activated created a signal that search and rescue organizations monitored According to Breitling, 40,000 watches were sold between 1995 and 2010. I assume he's got one of the originals. Um, According to Breitling, no false alarms were ever recorded coming from a Breitling emergency watch. Was any alarm ever recorded? (laughs) Yes, 20 people were rescued thanks to someone wearing and using one. So why do they discontinue it? Uh, The 121.5 megahertz frequency was being deprecated in favor of the higher frequency 406 megahertz signal with a longer range and is able to track moving objects in a way the original one was not. That's why they made you hang it on a tree. Now you can still wear it. Thus, they had to innovate, blah, 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 blah. Now we have the emergency two, which transmits on both. Um, I want rescue details. I don't know if someone's showing up if you've got the older one. I fell off a jetty and it activated, <laughs> and I was on the beach by the time they rescued me. Yeah, rescue organizations like the like those weirdos who come to get trap cats. <laughs> yeah, there's a cat. You know what I think? Of, uh, you remember when Erica got in her car accident? She was wearing her Rolex uh, Presidente, whatever it is, the presidential gold Rolex the girls have, and how that watch saved her wrist. Oh, her hand smashed? hit the dash. Yeah, I've heard that. The bracelet broke. And her wrist did not. And when we brought it into Rolex, they said, we see this all the time. These watches stop people's They're wrists wrecking from getting... wrecking my yeah. practice. It was great. <laughs> Rolex is ruining your yes, practice. So all those broken wrists I could have collected. Hey, what do you guys think about uh, shifting gears here? Uh, Sturgis is happening this week. Oh, boy. Wow. The quarter of a million bikers are headed there, and uh, none of them would seem to be That age group working. really shouldn't be without <laughs> masks. Dude, these are not smart people. You would think, right? I mean, what is the thinking there that we're tough and w- it doesn't apply to oh, us? I mean, or maybe, maybe if I give them the littlest benefit of a doubt, it's that they're going to be outside. 
Maybe that. I mean, being outside is better than right. being inside. That, that <clears throat> it is, is. That's true. Oy vey. Right? It's better. It's not not perfect, but it's better. If you have a town of seven thousand people and an additional, that's a small town. Yeah. Two hundred fifty thousand people <laughs> crowd into a town built for seven thousand. Yeah. <clears throat> They're going to be at close quarters, yeah. and they tend to be yelling over the motorcycles, yelling, screaming, flashing their boobs. But outside doesn't seem to be, and flashing the boobs isn't dangerous. It's have you seen those? Have you seen those boobs? <laughs> <laughs> they could fling sweat on you from yes. across the street. No, the as long as they're outside, though, right? But they're, you know, it's but it's not everything. It's not good. Out. It's going to be bad. It's yeah, bars. I don't know, bars, restaurants, whatever. I love that the toughness, the toughness of the tough guy, biker guy is like, oh, I don't have to worry. It's none of it. None of the bravado matters. So on our, on it's our, you're an organism. It's your germs. Like, like it's anybody germs. else, it's going to get into you or it's not. You're just a host. On our previous road trip, we went to Jackson, right? Right. Where, where Jackson Hole is in Wyoming. I love Normally, that place. I do too. Normally a town of, of what, places. like 15,000, 20,000 people, right? With tourists, you know, yes. maybe it's like 40, right? They told us there it was it was like properly busy. They told us that tourism was up thirty percent from last year wow. in Jackson. Right. And meanwhile, restaurants and all this stuff have restrictions. No indoor dining, you know, limited indoor dining, but tables separated, blah blah. So actually, and we're not talking about two hundred and fifty thousand people. We're talking about I don't know forty or whatever. It was. Right. It was really hard to like get food. Like to, yeah. to 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 do some really basic things. <clears throat> right. It was a challenge, and and Jackson was the only, one of the only places on our whole trip where I wore a mask outdoors because it was like I was like, oh man, there's a lot of people here. So pretty much the only <clears throat> place on our trip where I was did you a see mask. any moose? Yes, Aren't we they saw great? moose. We saw baby moose. Yeah, we saw baby oh. bear. We hiked really? up the Jackson Hole ski mountain. Like we hiked the the whole mountain, which That's was like awesome. That's an amazing mountain. It was so cool. I used to ski there in college. And we stayed at the Snake River Lodge, which was really oh, yeah. really cool. You know, we know the owner of that place, our friend Doug Cohen, who comes to COVID and Coffee, uh, is the, <laughs> owner, the owner of the Snake River Lodge. COVID and Coffee every Sunday at Bill's, eight to ten a.m. Don't forget to go in to Bill because he won't come out to you and get rich. <laughs> I'm going to be there with a the Mustang. Um, this, what Mustang? Well, this past Sunday, I have your uh, Grabber Lime. Oh, the GT500. GT500. Yeah. Have you driven it yet, or does it come tomorrow? I took it out for a drive yesterday. It's the best. It's pretty wild. That I gearbox changes thoughts. the game, doesn't it? I haven't really formed any opinions about it. I've only done a couple little cruises, but. It's uh, it's quite a different thing. The gearbox really changed. Yeah, I'll review game. it on the show and talk about it after I've driven it. <clears throat> like you said, these, you know, I, I've got a lot of press cars at the house this morning. When it rains, it pours. Right. The Ducati yep. Multistrada. Oh, with really? The oh, big, cool. fat cans, uh, saddlebags on the side. Sweet. Panniers, they call them, Zuckerman. Like, what do they call them? Panniers. Yeah. Keep your panties. Yeah, I had three press cars this week. I had the F8 Spider. I did the Targa 4S, the new Targa. I now have the Toyota Camry TRD, which I left at the shop. Oh wow! Which actually is really a really interesting product. You should you should get it. And and then next week I've got three more cars and that Ducati Scrambler 1100. Oh wow! You went to that. A lot going on. A lot I, of cars. I uh, the Street Fighter. Oh, you got to get the Street Fighter. I'm scared of it. It's awesome. No, no, you like <laughs> I'm it. Scared of it. You know, in a lot of ways, and I, I've only uh, driven the Multistrada. I thought the Multistrada was going to be a lot easier to ride, but it's turning out to be quite a big uh, thing. Take it's, the bags off. 
They're not bags. They're like metal containers. <clears throat> and Definitely take them off. Well, I wanted that. I, I requested it because I want to run errands in it. I want to go to the grocery store. Okay. I was going to come here today, but I but I wanted to review that car, the Velar. Um, but I want to do things on a motorcycle. And I found I was going to Bill's on the Street Fighter, which I really fucking love that bike. But I'd get there, get a handful of bagels. Now I'm stuffing stuff down my shirt. <laughs> you know? And now I'm riding Put back the like bagels Santa Claus. in your pants. <laughs> so I called Ducati. I said, hey, get me the Multistrada. I want to... I really want to acquaint myself with what I call the Swiss mailman genre of motorcycles, uh, the yeah. uprightness and the delivery of yes. things. But what I didn't know about these bikes is they're much bigger. Like, <laughs> yeah. you get on them, and I'm 5'10". I'm tippy-toed, yeah, mm. I'm tippy-toed. Um, Sometimes they have adjustable height seats. Maybe you can make the seat lower. I think I'm going to end up... Look, out of all the stuff I've driven so far, the Ducati brand has really been the one that I went, oh, this is me right now. And the Street Fighter... Uh, idea with a fairing, I think, is where I'm going, and I don't know that if that maybe that's going to be. I think that Panigale is what oh, they call yeah. it with a bag. I don't mind the riding position down low, but I do Dude, need I should give a you tank bag or some week. storage. You should have try my Vespa 300 for. You don't a week have to sell me cargo a, box. You don't have back. to sell me a Vespa. I love. Them. They're great. They're the best. I I my kids won't talk to me if I get on a Vespa. What? I tried to buy one. I said, look, this will be great. They're not there yet. They're like, you don't, Dad, you don't want to be seen on that. And they have a point. Oh, you know, Anthony Lehner. Yes. Over Exotic Car Mobile um, is doing dry ice car detailing. He called us up and he asked us to do, uh, what's our dirtiest car? And I said, well, the dirtiest car I own by far is my 71 Series 2A Land Rover. Did I send you the video of what's going on yes, with that? Yes, it's amazing. I said, but Anthony, just know... You know, I know you want to just take things off, make them look beautiful. This has, like, got decades of gunk everywhere. He has been shooting the underside of this thing with this dry ice gun, which I still don't quite know what it is, but it looks like some sort of Batman villain weapon. And it's incredible, Zuckerman. It looks brand new underneath. Is there, are there any Let me show you this, Matt Ferry. Of I remember you showed me some yeah, other car he it would did. Seem Are there to, any negative side effects? Right, like well, to that's your hoses, going, your your cables, whatever. That's why I said take this one first because the old Land Rover was a uh, six thousand dollar purchase. Maybe now it's worth maybe fifteen with all the work I've put into it. Look at this, Matt. Let's see here. And now he's sending me these videos that when you know when people like us see these things, Zuckerman. You kind of lose your mind. <clears throat> All right, so there's okay, the gun. So he's, it's just a hose that's like, it looks almost like a power washer that's power washing a, like a steam. Yeah, wow. but look what's left behind. No, I mean nothing. It's like all the grime is coming off. It's and, pretty and amazing. Describe the metal you're looking at. Uh, brand know, it's new. Fresh. It looks brand new. Yeah. So it's, now look it, at the I'm gunk guessing, up here. I'm look guessing it's totally non-abrasive because it's just CO2, <clears> right? It's a gas that's being shot at it, not right. a solid. So I'm guessing it's it's non-abrasive, but look yeah. what happens to this bolt. I mean, it, look it at the bolt. Like a, Take a look at the bolt he oh, just wow, the did. The bolt looks like a brand new bolt. <laughs> that's amazing. When you see yeah, this, that's really cool. Where do you get that rig? I don't know. He said he just got it, and he was doing it. He did it to a friend's '87 Porsche. Do you think he has to like get, fill this thing with dry ice, or does it make <clears> its own cold CO2? I don't know anything about it, but when I saw that oh. bolt turn from black gunk to brand new, <laughs> brand new browns, brass, yeah, yeah, bronze, amazing. I lost my mind. 
Because wow. it's a whole new world of OCD cleaning that I mm-hmm. never. I gotta even call uh, Larry considered. about that. My friend, Larry, you know Larry Casillo. He probably yeah. Find about out that. about that. I'd like I to know more about that. Uh, this detailer, uh, Derek Bemis, come do all my cars at the shop, and they call his they, his nickname is Mister McGuire's. He was Barry McGuire's right. personal guy really? for twenty years. The, the wheels on my Lambo. He was one of the guys who came over here and worked right, before. Right, right. The wheels are glowing gold. He did your like Countach over here, yeah. right? Yeah. Mr. Bemis. He did Amazing. your Countach. That Bemis sounds like did. a euphemism. Yeah. Hey, guys, I got to go. I'm sorry. Yeah, me too. Well, we're wrapping up time. All right. We, we've said enough. I'm hungry, too. Where are you guys going to? Where do you got to go? You got can't my just... trainer. Oh, you're going to train? What does that mean in the, in the days of COVID? Outside? No, I have a home gym. He's going to be in the gym with you. Yes. And how, how do you know you're not going to get sick? What are you doing? I wear a mask. And he wears a mask. And we have our, we have circulation goes through. You don't? Uh, yeah. We should yes. set up. That seems we a little dangerous. We should set up a car I reviewer, car journalist, boxing, MMA. I'm li- and our first bout would be Farah versus Lieberman. I'm literally the only client he's seeing in person. So you're going to die, not man. something I'm concerned with. Could you take Lieberman? Could I beat up Lieberman? Yeah. Oof, depends how much whiskey he's had. <laughs> he gets feisty. Yes. He does, right. That's what I that's what I want to see. You versus you him. want a you want a version of bum fights, but car journalists. Yes. So that's exactly. what you're that's saying. Which would be the same about. thing, pretty much. Right. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we've said a lot, gentlemen. Thanks Matt for Farrah. having me. Congratulations on your new space being open finally. Yeah, finally. WCCS.com is it's the taken a long, long time and uh, I can't wait to go over and smoke a cigar there. Yes. Zuckerman, congratulations on Nothing. not being arrested this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those weeks. It's one of those weeks. But what is that? Oh, is you, your birthday? You made. Yeah, listen. Well, thank you very much. What is that? Some old lady. She says, I hope this is my last. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, you want to support us, go to blipshift.com, buy the new Zagato shirt. Uh, thank you to Hawthorne, hawthorne.co, not.com, and policygenius.com. Uh, go there for your insurance. Thank you guys for sponsoring Spikes Car Radio this week. We'll see you next week on Spikes Car Radio. Thanks for listening to Spikes Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar 56. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday, and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.